in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. It's the Junior Kekoeva Jr. Show, starring Junior Kekoeva Jr. Join Junior along with the Wayne Bodhe Band as he makes any kind from Hawaii. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Junior Kekoeva Jr. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Dog, you know, we got to start each and every podcast with gratitude, bro. That's all I'm saying. Oh, man. Bro, okay, so the, the kind of stuff that's going on, Hawaiians, just in case you guys, you know, missed the last one. <laughs> if you guys missed the last podcast. Oh, bro. So so we get we get more people coming on board. And and this is fastly uh fastly is that one word fastly? Oh quickly. I'm sorry, quickly. So this is quickly <laughs> sorry, not sorry, but uh quickly uh spreading and, and it bruh, this is going all over the place. So we like to um we like to mahalo the Netherlands, right? They just came on board a couple days ago. United Kingdom, Canada, Australia, South Africa, Germany, and Italy. Okay, and then in the United States, bro, we get Hawaii, California, Texas, Virginia, Montana, Nevada, Utah, Washington, New Jersey, Tennessee, Massachusetts, New York, Oregon, Pennsylvania, and Arizona. Oh, bro. And then, and then inside Hawaii, okay, we get new towns coming on board. We get Wailuku, we get Honolulu, Wahewa, Wainai, Westside, Westside, bro. And then uh, we get Aiea. And um oh I yeah, bro, I yeah, just uh they 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 increasing. More people in I listening right now. Uh Kaneoi, Waipahu, Kailua, bro, we never even have Kailua. Kailua just came on board a few days ago. Hilo Kapole, Kapole is brand new. Mililani Town, bro. <laughs> oh, Mililani Town. Okay, the board housewives of Mililani. But we had that on podcast, but we gotta we gotta tell you guys a story, man. Oh, that was crazy, man. It's, uh, and then Ever Beach, right, we should stand right outside, okay, Safeway. We stand right outside Safeway, so right, just stand right there. You know, you know how like the Salvation Army rings the bell? But you can do that, right outside Safeway, Mililani, all about housewives, they line up. Uh, Ever Beach, Pearl City, Pearl Harbor, bro, Pearl Harbor, Pearl City, but all brand new, uh, brand new towns. So we like to say, uh, mahalo to everybody in, in Hawaii. But without the local people, but we nothing. Nothing, absolutely nothing, but I tell you. And so, so on the last podcast, on the last podcast, right, we was talking about, we was talking about stuff, right? And we was talking about stuff on the last podcast. And then, right, and then uh, we we had this question. So so people can get a hold of us. So just in case you guys wondering, right, you guys wondering like, okay, how how do we contact Junior? Okay, you guys can contact me, right? And all you guys got to do, is is go to uh either I mean I'm gonna give you all a platform so you can go to at Junior Kekoeva Junior on TikTok right you can leave a message over there you can message us on Facebook at Junior Kekoeva Junior on Twitter at Junior Kekoeva Junior on uh on Instagram you gotta go at Junior Keko at Junior Kekoeva Junior one okay Kekoeva is spelled K E K U ever E E W A okay just for you guys I know you guys in a foreign country go what <laughs> okay, so Junior spelled out J U N I O R, then it's K E 
K-U-E-W-A-J-R, and then the numeral one. Okay, just put them down like that. Muy, muy easy for the kind. Yeah, so so anyway, but but um, so on yesterday's podcast, we were talking about plastic surgery, right? And how, like locally, I don't know where you, wherever you are in the world, right? I don't know if this is happening in your place or not. But but locally, a lot of these local girls have been getting plastic surgery, the ones that are on TV all the time, right? And then, you know, some of these girls too, right? Um, you, you know, we get laws now, right? You know, in the old days, we had, we had, bro, never had laws, never had the kind of laws, you know, kind of employment laws, stuff like that. So if a hula girl, because I was around like entertainers in the, in the entertainment industry, if the hula girls gained too much weight, they either had to lose the weight or lose the job, right? And nowadays, no can. Nowadays, no can. You no can discriminate against, you know, poundage, right? Poundage, how I seen it. Because if, if that bugger is tipping the scale a little bit, you got to keep them on, you know, you know what I'm saying? So, but in the old days, it wasn't like that. So, I mean, it's actually better now because, I mean, people can keep their job, you know? Is it, the only thing is, but I got to tell you the story about the hula girls. So the hula girl, well, we'll get back to plastic surgery first, but this, this guy went and asked me about plastic surgery and he said, he said, Junior, you remember when you was on the radio and you was talking about, you was talking about chicks that actually end up making the head small because of plastic surgery, right? And so, so the, yeah, I, I totally remember that because, bro, we had on chick like that at our bank. We had on chick, bro, I see chick like that all over the place. So this is what happens, all right? This is what he means, okay? We was talking about this on the radio years ago. Chicks with small heads. Okay, so here's what happens. So you give a big girl, okay? And I mean, doesn't have to be too big. I mean, she could be just, you know, little a little hefty, right? She said, you know, what they call what they call thick, right? Okay, so so these girls, right? They they just, and they look good. I mean, you know, they they beautiful girls, don't get me wrong. But you see, there's something called a treadmill. Right? And you gotta hit that. Bro, we see so many girls. They're on Instagram, right? They hit in the gym, they hit in the treadmill, they're doing okay workouts, they doing because they gotta keep the figure. Now, some girls, okay, they're a little bit bigger, okay, and they and they they cute, they're beautiful, everything. Okay, but they, they really don't wanna do the work, right? They don't wanna do the work of of like, you know, reducing, right? So what they do is they go to the plastic surgeon. And they get fake boobies to match the rest of them. See, because, you know, sometimes they, they get big Ocole, right? And then they go plastic surgeon and they say, oh, can we have boobies that match the Ocole? Okay, now they get an hourglass figure. But it's just a bigger hourglass figure, okay? But the only thing is, they get one small head, <laughs> No, they head, no, for real. I mean, you look at them, right? And these chicks, and they get nice, you know, like everything nice. Everything is voluptuous. Everything is honor, Right? But then the head is small, thinking, and you can't, bro. You cannot fix small head. I just, I'm just saying, otherwise, you cannot fix small head. You can fix any, bro. You can make boobies bigger. You can make them smaller. You can make Ocole bigger. You can make them smaller, right? But you cannot fix small head. What are you going to do, otherwise, right? I don't think the plastic surgeons have, and what, and even even if you could, right? If you could make that head bigger for match the rest of the body, what you, where you gonna put them? You see, where where you gonna add? You know what I mean? You gonna add to the forehead? I mean, bro, the visuals is unreal, right? I I don't even want to go through it, but I'm just saying that's what happens, okay? So so a lot of these chicks, when you look at them, just go to, flip to Instagram. 
Some of these girls, you know, is okay. Some of these girls get big head. Okay, uh, small head. Sorry. So some, some girls get big head. And, they, they, and their whole body is not regular. But but some girls, they get small head because they never, like, do the work. And they just with plastic surgeon. You know, and they, but there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not condemning. I'm not shaming. I'm not doing anything like that. I'm just saying it is what it is. There are some girls out there that look really good that have small heads. Okay, so let's let's move on. So so we so we're going we're going to the to, to the old days. So so this is what happened in the old days for the hula auditions. Cause I was in about I was in the I was in the, the dressing rooms when this stuff happened and girls used to walk inside and we had hula auditions. And the hula auditions went something like Okay honey, take off your clothes. Right? And the dressing room was full of all the boys are sitting around and, and she would come in and take off her clothes. Okay, honey, turn around. And, and she would turn around, right? And okay, put back your clothes. You can go. And and she would put back on her clothes and she would go, right? Now, I really think that that was probably the best way. I mean, you know, I'm not saying that we should do that anymore. I just saying that was the best way to find out what she really looked like because girls can cover up any kind. Okay, which leads me to the next thing, right? When you go to the clubs, dudes, <laughs> my dudes, when you go to the clubs, right? You're not really, you're not always getting what you see, right? But I, I used to go, I used to go to the clubs, right? We used to pull chicks out of the clubs. And when you get them home, but it, they emptying out stuff from their bra, you know, the falsies and stuff, right? And and I used to go, whoa, what, <laughs> what, what is that, Right? So you totally don't get sometimes what, what you see, what you think you're seeing, right? So in that case, the, the auditions are, yeah, that was, that was, that was, you know, one accurate way of, 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 you know, seeing what, what is really real, right? Okay. We know can do that now. We get lost. <laughs> but back in the day, that was funny. I mean, that was funny. That was like, we were sitting there and we was like, we was having an OMG moment, but we never know it was an OMG because never had OMG back in the day, right? We was just going, whoa. <laughs> Everybody was going, whoa, right? <laughs> you know, so, but that's that's what happened in old days. And that, you know, and, and so now, right, we cannot do that. So now sometimes, you know, you're not really getting, you know, what, what you're looking at or what you think you're looking at, right? Because everything... Bruh, you get these chicks, they get fake totoe, they get fake okole, they got fake eyelashes, they got fake hair, they got fake braids, they, but they're looking for a real man, right? They're looking for a real man. And I'm not downing the girls or anything. I mean, sometimes, sometimes, you know, you want to you wanna have enhancements. <clears throat> I mean, dudes have enhancements too. I mean, you know, I get enhancements. I mean, not the, not that kind, but you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, you gotta, you gotta, you know, I go to the hairdresser and she put color in my hair. Because if I don't put color in my hair, bro, my hair was gray from when I was 26, 25, 26. My hair started graying already. So, yeah, I gotta color my hair. So, yeah, the chick ain't, you know. So, if, if I let them go too long, right, then the chicks that are with me, they, they probably going, oh, bro, look at you. Like, you're all gray. <laughs> you know, they might freak out, okay. But anyway. I think we all can use some enhancements is what I'm saying. But, but you know, you, you're not really getting what, what you think you're getting all the time. That's that's all I'm saying. Now, in the, in the old days, we had, now, the hula auditions happened and all of that. We had hot hula dancers. Bro, they was hot. The hula dancers was smoking because they was all hand-picked. You know, I said, okay, you, you make them, right? You, you make them. 
And of course they had to dance good. But not every girl that danced good looked good. I mean, that's just the averages. You see what I'm saying? Some hula girls look better than others. And they were handpicked and hand-selected because it was a show. A show is something you see, right? So so the dance has got to be good, right? The dance has to be good. And the girl has to look good because it's a show. It's a visual, right? So, so that's, I mean, that was the point of the whole thing. It wasn't like they was trying to discriminate against people, right? So that was the whole thing. So it was a show. It had to look good. Bro, these, these chicks was hot. I used to date one dance captain and she was older than me. She was like, <laughs> but when I was hanging out, she was on Cougar. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, but it was good fun. I mean, we, we had good fun, you know? And, and bro, she was, she was sizzling. She was, she was on fire, right? You know? And, and she was Hawaiian Japanese. She was, she was on fire. This girl, bro. So, but, and these other guys, you know, I used to make the other guys jealous because they was real jealous because I was younger. I was, I, you know, I was, bro, I was a kid. I was young. And, 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 and these guys all, they all tried to get with her. And, you know, they was all jealous. Hey, you know, whatever, right? But, but I just saying, <clears throat> like back in the day, was like that. Now, somewhere along the line, okay, when the laws started to kick in and people started to do the PC thing, I think it was in the 80s. I think it was like, like maybe the mid to late 80s, I think. Maybe, you know, I think, I think it was late 80s. Okay, somebody went to the halal and gave them the idea that they gotta send the hippopotamuses to Waikiki, and then they said, "Right, I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, Hawaiians. Okay, so no, I, I, I'm exaggerating, but I'm just, I'm just saying that when these these other girls came Waikiki, right, and the idea was, hey, everybody can dance. I mean, you cannot discriminate, right? So all all these other hula girls, right? They had to fight all these other girls to get the job, right? And they were, bro, they was besides themselves. I used to, I used to see, you know, and they used to talk. And you know, girls, when they, when they talk, right? It's like, right? So, bro, we used to hear all the conversations and stuff. And so you go to the auditions, right? Now, if the, if one hula dancer is, is, you know, like a hundred pounds, and she's like 36, 24, 36, and she dances like Miss Aloha Hula, and she looks like, you know, I don't know, <laughs> whoever you like, you know, I don't know who you like compared to, but she looks really hot, right? Okay, and then, right, and then you get Mabel from the country. <laughs> Mabel from the country is 225 pounds, and, you know, and she's a good hula dancer, Right? And and maybe she's pretty and you know like that, right? And she get the long hair, she get you know all of that. And then she gets the job. Okay, so 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 the other girl, right, has the WTF moment because she goes to the gym, she conditions, she she runs on a treadmill, she's doing all kinds of stuff, she lifting weights, she she's down a halal duck walking, she's just doing all that stuff. And she lost the job, right? Okay, so this kind of stuff started happening in Waikiki, and and when it started happening, bro, you couldn't discriminate against anybody, right? So the so the visual kind of changed a little bit, and everybody had to. They, people was forced to to accept this. I mean, you know, so cause cause bro, if you if you know accept them, that means you discriminated, and discrimination is wrong, bro. I don't know, but I was discriminated against so much. Oh, bro, I can't even tell you. Radio, oh, 
Oh, bro, the radio guys. And radio, you don't need to be good looking. You don't need what? Well, you can show up in t-shirt and shorts. So it had nothing to do with that, right? On radio, it was it was about what you heard. And if somebody was talented or somebody was witty or somebody, you know, they knew they, they would just boom, 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 chewing down, whatever. This this was like this was like the fox going in the chicken coop. Because pretty soon all the chickens started, you know, clucking, right? And then the clucking gets louder, right? And pretty soon, okay, they, they the conspiracy start, right? So they all start lining up. They all start gathering into groups, right? And that's what you call the clique. And, bro, it is very hard to fight the clique. Bro, I mean, in anything. And there's cliques, bro. There's cliques in everything. Every business. You know, because cause at one point, right? At one point, I went ask, I went ask, uh, I went ask this, this entertainer. I, I, I don't like mentioning his name, but he's very famous. And he was, he was on the radio at this station I was working. And I went in and I said, Uncle. I say, because he's older than me, right? And the respect, I call him uncle. He's not my real uncle, but, he, he, you know, respect. And I said, uncle, did you ever have professional jealousy? Right? And he goes, what? What do you mean? He goes, till now. And he was he was older already. He was like, he was like almost 60, you know, when I was asking him this. And, 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 and I said, really? He goes, oh, bro, they called me up on the phone. They go, hey. What you think you you think you this that whatever? Right? We come down to the station, pound you out, and and I was surprised because I I was I thought that you know when you get to a certain age or whatever, like people grow up, and he goes, oh no, bro, this is so so. What he was telling me basically in a nutshell was, but elementary school, okay, it never changes. <laughs> it just you just kind of go through the years and go through the years, the attitudes and the mentality and and all of that. If they if that's where they at and that's where they stayed, right? It's gonna be like that until they die. I mean, they they have that elementary school mentality, the playground bully mentality, whatever. And so, <clears throat> basically, that's what he was telling me. So, so then I didn't, I never feel so bad, you know, because the clique, oh, bro, the clique is mean, mean the clique. And then they, what they do is they they make sure, right, that the other guys. Okay, so the so the leaders of the clique sometimes get more than one leader. Sometimes get, you know, two, three guys at the top, and then they go make sure that the other guys, right, don't associate with you. They go make sure the other guys, you know, they they go put them against you. They go make them go against you. And then once they succeed in doing that, I mean, bro, there was plenty of guys. There's plenty of guys that that hated me, but they don't know why. <laughs> they, they don't know why they hate me, but they just hate me. You know, bro, these, these chicks used to come work for the company. They used to be brand new, brand new, right? Brand new hires, right? And, oh, the first the first week I see them, hey, they tell me, hey, Junior, how's it? Hey, how's it, baby? How are you? You know, and we're passing each other in the hall. After about the second, third week, right? And I never even, I never even interact with these people. The second, third week, they won't even talk to me. They just pass me by. I'm like, oh, oh. What the hell, right? Because these guys, so so we used to call them salty. So these guys used to salt you. So so when you're not around, they used to talk crap about you, right? And they used to they used to talk. Bro, they worse they worse than Wahinis, These guys, and they they would talk crap about you. And then the next time these people, these young guys, because they you know they they don't know they're young, they're impressionable, they just come on board with the company, right? And then they start following suit with the clique. 
Because they start to, you know, I mean, you, you put two and two together, right? Okay, I need to be with these guys because all of these guys are saying the same thing about that guy. So, yeah, the hell with that guy. We're going to be with these guys. And they and they play the political game. So it happens in everything. It happens in every industry, every every place. So, you know, the best thing to do about the clique is ignore the clique. Never mind the clique. I mean, because there's a price to pay for being in a clique. There's always a price. If there's a benefit, Hawaiians, there's a price, okay? So, cousins, when you guys get in a situation, okay, just remember, there's a price to pay, there's a price to pay. And then if you if you get benefits, right, okay, the benefits not going to outweigh the price, guarantee. Okay, so the benefits, yeah, you might get some benefits. You might get a position. You might get this and that. But but the price is going to be higher. We know this girl. Did we know this girl? And she said, hang around with these guys. <clears throat> they used to go drink on the weekends, right? And you could, you know, so I never, bro, I, I never was a part of any of that because cause what they used to do, bro, they go drink on the weekends, right? They come back Monday morning with stories from the weekends. Some of them stories was embarrassing. I mean, embarrassing. You talk about shaming, bro, there was, there was shaming to the max, you know, and they used to call this girl happy ending, right? And they call her happy ending because there was this incident in the parking lot where there was a happy ending, and it, bah, and you know, and they they are so they, so they held this stuff against these these guys, right? Whatever happened, I mean, for her it was happy ending, for somebody else it was something else, was it you know whatever? But but they would they would always have this this you know this this little control mechanisms kind of stuff. So so I mean you know I, bah, I was I was I was past that. I was like man, nah, nah, whatever you guys do whatever you know. So so bah, and, you know I never did hang. But we never need the click. So what I'm trying to tell you, Hawaiians, okay, the bottom line, so you young guys, right? You young young guys listening to the podcast, do your own thing. You don't need you don't need to worry about clicks. You know, if you're not in with the click, you're not in with the popular guys, hey, freak them. No need no bro, you don't need. You just you just do your own thing. The law of attraction, okay, here we go, right? Law of attraction. The law of attraction says as long as you focus on something, the door is gonna open. Right, and the doors that open might not be from the click, right? But the doors gonna open sooner or later. The doors gonna open because they cannot prevent you from living your life path. Okay, I'm gonna say them again. They cannot prevent you from living your life path. Okay, so if something is your destiny, right, and you you make your destiny, you create your destiny, and if you're going on that road, right. You know, for example, right? Like if, if I wanted to go teach, you know, someplace in one school, you know, maybe maybe they're going to make me any kind. Maybe they're going to push me out. Maybe they're going to, you know, discriminate against me. Maybe they're going maybe they're gonna to do stuff like that, some control trips and whatever, right? But in my life, something happened where I made my own school. So I get my own school. I do what I like. I dress how I like. I talk how I like. I do whatever I like. No more regulation. Only get my regulations, right? Well, I mean, we gotta we gotta abide by the laws. You know what I'm saying? We don't discriminate or we don't make people any kind. But I'm just saying that's an option. See, and when I was bro, when I was younger, I never know. I never know I was gonna get that option. That just happened, you know. So it was the law of attraction in my life. That just it just happened. The wedding and party business just happened. 
All this stuff just happened. This is all a law of attraction. This wasn't something that I presided. I didn't start out when I graduated high school. So one day I'm going to build a voice school. No, no, no. I didn't graduate high school. So one day I'm going to build a marketing company. No, no. I, you know, I didn't graduate high school. Go, you know, one day I'm going to build a wedding and party business. No, no, no. This all happened. You know, so when people tell me, when people tell me, oh, no, this, and they try to reason. So they try to reason against the law of attraction. Okay, so when you try to reason against the law of attraction, what you're saying basically is God doesn't exist. You're saying that this is created all by, you know, this is all, all this way anyway. Like this stuff, you know, there, there's no, everything is a coincidence. There's, there's no divine having to do with anything. There's no divine anything, right? And that's a bunch of crap. That's a bunch of crap, Hawaiian, because I live this stuff every day. I live it every day. The school was created. I mean, the, it would, it just happened. It just, it created, it, it got created by an accident. It was an accident, right? The wedding and party business was because I was on the radio. People started asking me to their party because I was playing the guitar and singing on the radio. And it grew into a business. Like we, we had so many requests that came in just overnight. Boom. And we had to do something, right? So we had to get the license. We had to, we had to get the equipment. We had to, you know, whatever. And then it just went down the road like that. So, so all this stuff, right? You know, my marketing company, I went to an, I went to an feng shui meeting and the master said, bro, you, you good at marketing. You're natural. You are natural for marketing. You're natural for PR. You're natural, whatever. And I said, well, we will try them then. And then I started that company. So that that company I started, that wasn't like, you know, it didn't just fall out of the sky like the other ones. But that one I started. And you know what? The first client we got was a nationwide chain. Boom. Like right there. And we got thrown into the mix. And we got thrown into to, uh, big stuff. I mean, right away, we was tested by fire. You see what I'm saying? And we got the union off the sidewalk. The union was like, you know. I mean, bro, it, it was just, it was, it was a test by fire. It was like, okay, here you go. Boom. Right. And, and it was boom, 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 right down the line and work, 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 work. And in three years, success, three years, it took three years to, to bring success and resolve to, to the situation that we was facing. And bro, it was like that. And it wasn't, it wasn't difficult, Hawaiians. It was not difficult to do. So if something is difficult for you guys, if you guys are involved in something and it's a struggle and it's difficult and you push in, okay, it's probably not the right thing for you to do. When you work in your passion and you work in your purpose, right? Bro, things come easy. Things flow. You see what I'm saying? Now, you're not going, it, it's not like you know more challenge, okay? It's not like you know more, you know more challenge. You, you're going to get challenges. But what I'm saying is the overall effort is easy. Things just flow. Things just come. That means you're attracting it. That means it's meant to be. And you just boom, 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 boom. Bro, we're growing numbers on social media like overnight. Boom. Like that. Just boom. Right? And the numbers keep coming in. Why? Because we're doing the right thing. You know, we're not doing the right thing according to social media. We're doing the right thing according to what our purpose is, what my purpose is, right? So when I go on and, I, you know, I start teaching, oh, wow, boom, everybody come. And everybody comes because that's what I'm on the planet for, right? I'm on a, bro, I'm on a planet for being a teacher. 
I mean, you know, like, like yeah, I set out to, to be an entertainer and I set out to be, but you know what? You can set out to be anything. You know, I, I got a nephew, right? He set out to be one, one electric line worker with the electric company, right? Guess what he is today? He's a fireman. Much better job, much better benefits, much better everything for taking care of his family, right? But that's not how he started. He started, he was aiming for the electric company. And he was making good money. He was doing good, everything. A few things happened, right? And the door closed. And the door closed because probably wasn't he probably wasn't supposed to be there in the first place, right? God had on plan for him. Now, if you guys don't believe in God, whatever, okay? What, whatever you think, okay? But I'm here to tell you that God is real. God is very real, Hawaiians. And what happened? That door closed. And what happened with the other door? It opened. And he's a fireman today. Bro, brother is brother is banging in the fire department. Okay, now you know you gotta find your purpose. You gotta find your passion. You gotta you gotta figure out. Okay, what is what is it? What is it? What am I supposed to do while I'm on the planet? You know, I've been teaching for thirty years. I've been entertaining for thirty years. You don't have to have one passion. You don't have to have one purpose. You know, my purpose is is all combined. <clears throat> my purpose is is education, right? But it's also like, okay, so when I, when I train my students and I train them in the law of attraction and I train them in singing, what's the next step? Well, they got to practice. They got to put into, put into practice what they learn, right? So, so there you go. There's the wedding and party business that we always put the kids on there. We always showcase the kids on there. So, I mean, everything, we, we used everything to work with each other. The marketing company, yeah. So we, we record, we have a record company. You know, and we record people and that marketing company pushes the, the artists on the record company. So everything, everything works together. Everything is synergistic. So the marketing company has a lot to do with the other companies. It, it actually acts as the advertising arm for everything. And, and so, yeah, so you don't only have one skill, Hawaiians. You don't only have one talent. Some people choose to just go with their main string. And some people are miserable because they, they, they follow that, that one thing because it just makes money. It makes money and that's the only thing they can see. Okay. So, so here's what I'm here to tell you. If you follow your passion, if you follow your purpose, yeah, you, you, things go up and down, up and down, up and down. The money comes in, money goes out. It's like the tide. Okay. But you learn to work with that tide. When the money comes in, you take some off the top, right? You put them on the side, right? Money goes out. There you go. You use them. You see? So, so you got to ride the tide. And you got all that stuff, right? But you can do more than one thing. If you think you can only do one thing. Some people are miserable because they're doing that one thing that makes them a lot of money. But that's all they have. If all you have is money, always, you're poor. You're very poor. Because money in the United States, right, is only worth the paper it's printed on. We're floating on a sea of paper. And it's not backed up by anything. So if money is the only thing you have, you're very poor. Okay? So there's other things that you need in your life that make you wealthy. And wealth is not just made up of money. Some of these guys, bro, they kill themselves. They kill themselves working how many hours, whatever. 16, 18 hours a day. Right, seven days a week, right, and then pretty soon they they come down and they come down with something and they get sick, right? Then it takes all their money to to pay the hospital, the doctors, the whatever, everything to get well, 
right? Rehab, whatever, whatever it is, right? So, so the moral of the story, the moral of the story, Hawaii, is to be happy and live your passion. Okay, find your passion, find your purpose, live your purpose, live your passion. Okay, so your purpose is what you're gonna do to, to you know, make everything pono in your in your life, and and you gotta give back in life. I don't care what you think. If you think you don't need to give back, okay, go ahead. See how that, like Dr. Phil said, how's that working for you, right? Go, go see how that worked for you. But but really, you want to give back to others because when you do that, your life will be fulfilled in such a way that, that you will feel happy most of the time. Of course, you're going to get a little bit drama. You're going to get a little bit problems. You're going to get a little bit down, right? Everybody, everybody, up and down, up and down. But the ups going to be so much better and going to last longer. And the downs going to be short-lived. Could be small kind, short, like that. See, so that's the that's the that's the thing. You gotta find your purpose. What's your purpose? What you know? So some people, right? It's like it's like helping the homeless. Some people is like you know being a doctor. Some people is like being a nurse. Some people is like you know all this stuff. Being a teacher. Some people is like you know uh, being being a stock market person that helps people make money. So it doesn't matter, right? But whatever it is, you gotta find that purpose and you gotta work them. And then your passion. What's your passion? Now, your passion might be a little bit different. Your, your purpose might be helping other people, you know, in a homeless mission. But your passion might be electric trains and building train tracks. It's, you know, crazy stuff like that. Right? <laughs> but I just say, so, so, so that's what you got to do. You got def- to find those two things. And when you work those two things, Hawaiians, oh, let me tell you, the world is, is so much easier. You know, like like the stress in my life, bro, I hardly have stress in my life. Hardly, hardly ever have stress in my life. Bro, the, the, the stress in my life is short-lived. It's, it's like, you know, sometimes sometimes the, the stress comes and then pretty soon something happens and then the stress goes. And I tell you, Hawaiians, there's nothing better than, than, than having that stress go off. Nah, I gotta go. I, <laughs> nothing better than having that stress leave quickly. You see what I'm saying? Ah, Hawaiians. Hey, we'd like to thank Island Club and Spa, our sponsors, Voice Master Enterprises, and AFM Hawaii Music, featuring the music of Darren Chinen. Ah, Hawaiians, it's been fun. Hey, until the next podcast, I'm Junior Kekoeva Jr. Mahalo and aloha.